Welcome to the 10 Loans a Month podcast, where mortgage brokers become business owners. And now, your host, Ryan Wiley. Hey, so Ryan Wiley here. I want to chat with you about mistakes I see most brokers making when setting up their email marketing. This is a big one. This one, it's something we're working on the academy right now with 20 or 21 students. We're setting up some custom email campaigns. And so a lot of things are coming out of that. I'm seeing a lot of different angles and it's becoming very evident to me that I've always known this, but now it's just sitting right in front of me, slapping me in the face that this is a problem in our industry, that dirty little topic. No one wants to talk about. Most of us know we should be doing more, but we're not. So I'm going to walk through some mistakes I see most brokers making. I have about five here. So let's jump into it. And these are in no specific order. Number one is, you know, what I mean by email marketing is, hey, you have your database. However, you're building your list. We're not getting into that, but you have your list. What are you doing with it? How are you staying in front of them? What are you marketing to them? Are you missing out on opportunities? Are you just not doing enough? So the number one mistake I see, like I said, no specific order, but number one would be relying on your brokerage's newsletter. So these networks, these brokerages, they have these newsletters and they go, hey, if you sign up to this, here you go. You get this fully done for you newsletter. Now, there's a lot of problems with those newsletters. Okay. Is it better than doing nothing? Sure. I guess, is it better to brush your teeth once a week versus two or three times a day? Sure. Right. That's my argument. I've seen the newsletters. I know what they look like. They have good intentions, but they're not following through. These are very unpersonalized newsletters. Sometimes the content is just not, you know, it's here's a recipe, here's winterize your home. And so I'm very passionate about that piece. I think that if that's what we're doing to nurture a relationship with our database, we're just failing. Okay. And I get it. You're kind of like, Ryan, what else do I do? Well, I'm not going to start pitching other products. I'm just here to tell you there are better options out there, but it should not be just you relying on that and thinking, hey, that's going to crank over business for me right? Week over week, month over month, year over year. I've just got business coming in because I send a newsletter. I send this template newsletter that looks very old and dated and the content. I don't know if I even agree. I don't even know if I read it, right? If you're going to do that, I'm going to give you a tip here. I would read the newsletter and then I would summarize it into a 30, 45, one minute video. I'd rather you send the video, right? Don't send them both but send the video. And what I'd rather you do is you read that newsletter. So use it as inspiration for your content and then make a minute video summarizing it and then pull out five, six bullet points and put that in your email. That literally would take you five minutes, right? And you're going to have much more of a wow factor with your clients. So I guarantee we're all on email lists from people, newsletters. I don't read 99% of it if I see there's no effort and it's just one thing being blasted to a ton of people and I can tell you didn't even write it or you didn't even give me your take on it or anything. I'm like, I feel not insulted, but I'm kind of like, you don't care. So why should I care? Right? So that's a mistake. Another mistake I see is you using your brokerage's CRM as a default. And so for your marketing, so this is going to be a bigger conversation. I'm going to try to keep it only a couple of minutes, but in going through the exercise of working with some brokers and trying to build out their campaigns for them, it's becoming very evident that the people using third-party softwares so those are the Jungos, the bomb bombs, the MailChimps, the stuff that's not given to you by a brokerage. The stuff is far superior. And what I mean by that is 
It looks better. You can format, you can put videos in better. So I encourage you this. I get why we're using CRMs that are given to you from the brokerages, but you got to step back and go, why are they giving me these CRMs, right? Why are they giving me these? What's the motivation? Well, they want to help me, sure. But keep in mind, this isn't their core business. So brokerages have very good intentions, but it's about retention. They want to keep your data. They want to keep all your campaigns that are built. Like if you start building everything into one thing and you're keeping at one brokerage, it's not even the best tech that you could go get because you don't want to spend $50, $75 a month, not even. Like shame on you. Eight years down the road, four years down the road, you want to move and shake and leave. It's going to be very hard for you to suck all that stuff out and then go over here. So my take on it is I like to use the best of the best and it's not coming from the brokerage because the brokerage, they're trying to build an empire and they're trying to give you these little tools to keep you around, but doesn't mean they're good at it. Right. So you're a lot of you are using these inferior CRMs with limited capabilities where there's other people on the outside who are paying 50 bucks a month, 75 bucks a month and using BombBomb and crushing it with their email marketing because it's easy and they control everything and everything they build. It's always there no matter what happens in their career, where they go, add teammates, leave, build a team, brokerage, franchise, whatever you're doing. So I caution you. I see it's very evident in the 21 students I'm working with that the ones that have their stuff at the brokerage level, they're extremely limited and it's almost comical. So it is using your brokerage's tech CRM as a default. And I'm talking about setting up custom video marketing, custom, like get to know your clients better, asking them questions, video marketing, drip campaigns. A lot of them can't even do a lot of that. It doesn't even format correctly. And it's like drip campaign. What's that? Okay. So that's my number three is not making a drip campaign. And so a lot of us are just relying on our monthly newsletter going out, which is fine. But what about a client who comes into your life? Well, it's not fine. But what about a client who comes into your life 12 months down the road? Now they've missed out on 12 supposedly good things you were sending before. And so I'm going to give you a little plan here, something that we do internally and something we're working on building for our students. These 21 students are working with on this project. It's as simple as this. We're building out a four email sequence and then there's going to add on to it. We're going to make four videos and the topic, whatever it is, right? They're going to be one and a half minutes, each video, two minutes, whatever. We're going to have bullet points after, and we're going to build that in a CRM. We're outside of a brokerage, okay? Something else you're paying money for that has the capability to do it. There are some CRMs outside your network, your brokerage that still don't have the capability. You need drip campaigns or automations. They're called the same thing. What that is, for those of you who don't know, if I was to take an email, first name, last name, and an email address and drop it into a bucket, it's going to get marketed to accordingly. And so if I'm making videos today and I want to send one out a week to my realtors or to my clients, whatever, if you come into my world 20 weeks from now, if I don't have a drip campaign or an automation set up, you would have missed out on 20 awesome videos that you really, really should see. Instead, I'll make a drip campaign. So I'll go, hey, if I drop you in the top, you're going to get to see video one. And then someone else comes in three weeks later, I'm going to drop them in the top and they're going to get to see video one. And then the other person is going to be on video three. So you have all these different people at different spots in your drip campaign. And it's all automated. So you're spending this time and energy building these videos, coming up with the content, structuring it, stressing out over it, editing it. Maybe, maybe not. I probably wouldn't edit it. And then firing it out. And then that's it. You don't get any other use out of it. And so with a drip campaign, if you're building this 
and I suggest starting with four videos, set it up so they get video here and then use time it. Seven days later, video two. Seven days later, video three. Video four. Every week, start adding one video in or you know, you can batch record. We're going to talk about that next. So now what you've done is all the time and energy you've spent, everyone who comes into your world from this point forward is going to get to benefit from it. But there's a couple of things you have to do with that. If you're going to make content like that, you need to make sure whatever you're putting in the drip campaign, it's evergreen. What do I mean by evergreen? You're not saying, hey, January 2023, rates are this, they are that, or in today's environment, it has to be stuff that's evergreen. That's stuff that is relevant to the time of year you want to send that separately and exclude that from the drip campaign. So ideally, three, four years from now, a client comes into your world, you get their email address, you drop them at the top into that bucket and they start at one, they're going to get nurtured with these awesome personalized videos showing you as an expert about some great topic. They'll have 200 videos on the way once a week right? Or whatever your cadence wants to be on that. So if you're not doing the drip campaign, you're missing out. And then you're just on the hamster wheel. You're always creating content that people may or may not be seeing again. So it's unfortunate, a small little tweak here and there, and you can make a drip campaign and that'll dramatically shift your email marketing results. Okay. Number four mistake I see most brokers make is they're just not doing it consistently, email marketing, right? They're just not doing it. So they have great intentions. I'm going to do it. And then they either, some people don't even default to the brokerage stuff that they're sending out. So they just start sending out, you know, whenever they feel like it and it's random. And it's like that topic. When you ask people, you can feel them kind of squirming. You can feel them like, don't really want to talk about this. Uh, and it's like, no, no, we're ripping the bandaid off. We're digging in and we're going, let's fix this. Like, this is what we're doing. We're trying something new in the Academy here. So not doing it consistently, right? That's two main things with email marketing, social media, consistency, and being authentic. Like you got to do that stuff It's over and over and over again. So it's much more worth your while to do it if you have that drip campaign to back it up. Because now you have an asset. Four years down the road from now, you have this email marketing machine built with 200 videos sitting there and you're just dropping people in. And where are you bringing them from? Doesn't matter. It could be people coming into your world. It could be from webinars. It could be from lead magnets. And now you've got the machine built. So you're building a machine, right? But you got to do it consistently. People like the consistency. So I recommend doing batch recording. We record four videos at a time. That gives us the month and it takes about 20 minutes to record four videos. Okay. And then last mistake, there's so many mistakes, but I wanted to bring this down to like five mistakes. I'll address other mistakes later, but last mistake would be no call to action. Okay. So you have to have call to action. Anything you're giving someone a lead magnet, which is like, Hey, five ways to save money on your mortgage. Give me your email address. Like there has to be a call to action there somewhere, links to your calendar, something. Same as the email marketing. When you're sending this stuff out, you know, you have to make it easy for them to connect with you. And so at the bottom of it, in the video, hey, if you're interested in what I said and you want to chat more, go to chatwithtom.com. That rhymes. I just made that up. And click link there and we'll jump on a discovery call or whatever you want them to do. Hey, I'm hosting a webinar next week. Here's the link to the webinar. Can you please send this out to anyone you think might be interested? Like you have to ask people to do things and give them easy, clickable links to do it. Hey, I'd love to have a review. If you think I gave five-star service, below is a link. If you click that link, it'll take you right to my Google page and you can leave it super easy. Okay. So no call to action. A lot of times we're just throwing content out there, but we're not actually asking or making it easy for people to connect with us. 
And I get it. You're not going to hit your social media every time with a call to action. I understand that, but there's ways to sprinkle it in. And that's a big mistake. A lot of brokers are missing out on. So to summarize the mistakes we've got one relying on, you know, the same old, same old newsletter that they're giving you. And you got to keep in mind, if you're a little wondering why your database isn't as warm or you're not getting as much business from it, or people aren't using you again, just look at the energy you're spending and keeping in contact with them. This has to be a foundation, a pillar of your mortgage business, and you have to spend time and money on it. It can't just be email, boom, brokerage newsletter. They're good. Carry on with my day. Now I'm going to keep looking for cold leads to turn into new clients. It's like, no, go nurture the hell of those people. Let them get to know you better. Go like spit some more knowledge on them, create scenarios for them, show them, you know, summaries of how you've helped other people. Like there's so many things we could do. And I'll probably do that in another episode, like topics for videos for you. So that's one. Number two, using the tech that your brokerage gives you. They're not in the CRM business. They're not. For example, for example, sorry, BombBomb, which is a CRM built on videos and you have automations built in. That's all they do. That's how they make their money. It's always evolving. I know <laughs> CRMs at brokerage levels where they haven't changed anything for like 10 plus years. Other people are doing things a little better, but it's still not their core business. It's still not a great CRM. There's a CRM for tracking data, and then there's a CRM for marketing. The marketing angle always wins. So just think about that. Number three, not doing a drip campaign. Big one, big, big, big one. Like that should hopefully shift your thinking about the time and energy you spend on this because you know you have an asset after. Number four, not doing it consistently. Big, big one. We all have good intentions, but not a lot of us have the intention set aside time and money to go do this. And then no call to action. Okay, so there you go. If you want to learn more, we're, this is sort of stuff we do in the academy. If you want to learn more about the academy, we have, you know, you sign up for a quarter and we give you 30 days money back guarantee. Okay, so please check us out. 10loansamonth.com. That's the number 10loansamonth.com. There's a webinar on there about 30, 35 minutes. I pull the curtain back. I show you exactly what's inside the academy, what we're doing. So there you go. Hopefully we'll see you on the inside. Okay, have a good day. Bye. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.